and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Charaine Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? I'm great. Yeah! We're also joined by our favorite, a debate correspondent, seemingly now election correspondent, uh, Jess Britton. Jess, how you doing? Um, wonderful. How are you guys? Real good, real good. It's good. I, I'm gonna have to... Can you like request more letters in my Twitter bio? Because if I'm a debate correspondent and also just a general election correspondent, like I'm, I'm out of characters. Yeah. Should I just take some other just stuff leave. out? That's yeah. Unpublished. What's the what's the other like the other stuff? things that are actually part of more <laughs> more of a part of my life? Yeah. I'll, take just, the, I'll delete those. The stuff that like is super important to you, we're gonna need you to get that the fuck out of your. Body. No, that's fair. That's okay. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how are you doing? I'm. Uh, <laughs> awful. Uh, oh no. <laughs> no, I'm just tired. I'm yeah. tired and uh the presidential primary has uh broken my spirit. Okay. And uh, but other than that, I'm great. Yeah. Terry can relate to that. I can relate to he that. He had a bit of a breakdown earlier this week. Aww. Did I? Yeah. Which time? <laughs> <laughs> things are things are things are real hard right oh. now. Which one which breakdown <laughs> are you referring to? The one where I was losing my mind in the living room? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did. That happened. Yeah, it's really hard. Did um, you dry your eyes with the cat? No, yeah, yeah. Desmond's really uh, absorbent. That's so good. That's good. <laughs> thankful. Um, you were uh, having people sign petitions to get candidates I on ballots. So this is a this is a better thing. I mean, it, the process is rough, but um, yeah. So anyone who's running for office to get their name on the primary ballot, uh, they need. X number of signatures. It depends on the office uh, how many it is. But so it's like three weeks of insanity yeah. as you go around to people and beg them to sign petitions for candidates. Um, but it's really important and you do actually get a chance to get to know some people and engage people in a way that maybe they haven't been engaged before yeah. because most people don't understand that this is how it works, which right. we need to do a better job of explaining to people. Yeah. Um, people just assume that, you know, like, they're yeah. people I see on TV, so they're going to be on the bill. Well, so. yeah, and it's like, I think people assume that, like, they just have to, like, <coughs> like enter their name or something, yeah. and then they get, but no, you actually do have to show that you have some, some support, some people who at least are willing to support you enough to see your name on the ballot. It's not a commitment to vote for anybody, right. but, but it is um, just a good thing for you know, democracy in general before it ends here in America that, uh, <laughs> you know, we get, we get lots of candidates on the ballot. So you have like actual choices. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so that's really cool. Um, cause you're going to use sign some petitions, right? Yeah. Me too. I was going to say, <laughs> cool. I think both of you did. I know. I'm, I'm just, thanks guys. <laughs> this is the banter part of the episode. <laughs> the ah, banter. I didn't see that on the agenda. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> We don't put banter, banter. in Okay. <laughs> it's It starts with banter, then we go into news. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like, it's, it's, that nice, it's that nice format, you know what I mean? Um, Katrina, are you excited to see Little Women? Um, I don't really know. Oh, okay. So you're just... That's a hard meh. That's a hard meh. That's <laughs> yeah. rough. That's rough for women everywhere. I'm pretty Aww. upset. I know. I agree. I'm also disappointed in her. Um... Yeah, no, we, look, Jess and I are in agreement that you are, like, really just not doing well for women right now. You need to be really excited to see Little Women. Um. Yep. 
Nope, I don't. No, Justin, it's okay. I'll talk for you. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. I feel like I don't remember saying that. Yeah, I know. I said it for you. Yeah, no, super not necessary. No, no, I got it. I know. I know what's good for you and women. You know, oh, good. You know what I'm excited about? What? Popcorn. Yes. That is the best part of going to the movies. Yes. We went to the movies last weekend, right? To, yeah. It was the last weekend to see Jojo Rabbit. Was it amazing? It, I heard was, it was really good. Really it good. It was not what I expected. Yeah, she thought it was going to be like a fun Nazi romp in the <laughs> yeah. theater. That's what the know. trailer portrayed. Like, like you have. <laughs> you know how fun, <laughs> you know, it's like real fun with Nazis. Like, <laughs> yay! Like the producer. Yeah, like I'm having a bunch of fun with Rebel Wilson while she's like sure. talking bad about Jews. Like, no, it was right. It was it was definitely you know it's a comedy drama, so it had you know funny stuff, but it was also like really complicated and like, you know. Yeah. I wasn't. I left that theater just like okay. Whoa. Um. Yikes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a it was a it was a rough one to I liked it. I did, I like, did it, like it. But it yeah. was it was definitely like complicated where I'm just like, am I rooting for this Nazi? Because I don't want to. <laughs> like, oh. I'm like, I don't he's a child. Yeah, but oh. then but then they're like I'm supposed to be like, oh cool, Sam Rockwell's cool. He's also a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna go into this again. Uh, I mean, we don't have to. It's <laughs> we tricky. Yes. Like, it's tricky. It's complicated and it's like do so I train wanna... does not understand the concept that bad people can sometimes do good things. Agreed. That doesn't but, make them good but people. The, the, doesn't the, mean you should right, root for right, them. Right, but the movie portrays it in a way that I'm supposed to no, root for him. Yes, it, it does. Yes, it certainly does. Right. We are. You don't understand movies. No, I do understand movies. We see Sam Rockwell as a as a good guy, no. as a guy who protected who protected. The, have you planned on seeing this movie? I mean, <laughs> just no. go ahead. We're not going to do it. We're, <laughs> we're not going to do it. We're going to debate Jojo Rabbit here. Um, let's move on to actual news. Um, so, we had the New Hampshire primary. Mm. Um, fun fact, if you have a primary where people just show up and cast their vote and leave, and then you count all those votes, we can figure out who the fucking winner is the night of. I don't think that's right. What? (laughs) Do we know who the winner was? We do. Shut up. We found out. We found out who got the most votes at a a competition that is literally designed for you to get the most votes to win. Other states should do that. I agree. That's cool. (laughs) We're looking at you, Iowa, you fucking... I mean... Wow. Oh, man. I think we should just sell Iowa to Canada. This podcast knows how fucking sick I am of Iowa. That is true. (laughs) I I think people who frequent this podcast are like, wow, Terrain hates Iowa. If he runs for president, Iowa better never go, better not go first. Yeah, no. Because he'll get, they'll find a way to give him negative votes. Well, and I have to say, like, so I I do think, you know, an apology is in order because I was planning to come on and like give like not a full-throated defense of Iowa like we were going to talk about this but I was going to be like well you know caucuses I do like the process I don't like the um the ramifications like I don't like that it has the it's taken as seriously as it is but I like the fact that people get in a room and actually do deliberate yeah like I don't think it should have electoral consequences but but I do like that and I do like that okay so if a candidate is not going to be viable. You have to weigh your choices and choose another candidate. Yeah. I think there's value to that. And then Iowa 
went and just like just just drove it right into the ground and now i'm like you know fuck iowa i'm right with you i get i get the idea that like caucuses can be a breeding ground for democracy in the sense of you know like like in the the sense of like getting people together having them talk about how what they feel about specific candidates getting people to like convincing people to come to your side over whatever Mm -hmm. blah, blah 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 right but here's the thing it is so not accessible for fucking everybody. Absolutely. And that really fucks up people who, you know, work nights, for what do, example. What do you yeah. think about Nirvana that's got the early voting with its caucus? I think that's great. Let's throw the caucus part out and just have the primary <laughs> I mean, part yeah. where people just vote and then they can go home or and, you know, tend to their children or go do their job or what have you. Because what I will say is, like the like, going back to you know, not having electoral consequences. Like, if if more things like caucuses did happen on a regular basis in a lot of communities, I think there would be less, like, garbage opinions and people who are just like, well, it's this way, or I'm not going to vote, or I'm going to vote Republican, or any of those things. Because I do think that there's value to like the persuasion that goes on in those rooms, but I don't think it should be an electoral thing. Like, I think it should be like, just like a general conversation. How about this? If you guys want that so fucking badly, what you do is you design, you you have the, (laughs) sorry, I'm not like, I sound like I'm attacking you, but I'm not. Listen, I will throw a cat right at your face. (laughs) Don't even worry. Not worried. You go. Plenty. You can go. You, you know. You can go to your polling place, and there can be a designated area for people to have a conversation. Like people who are undecided, people who are, um, you know, trying to weigh their options and talk. You can have, you know, like a, uh, like a like an organizer that's in there for mm-hmm. each of the specific candidates. Mm-hmm. They can talk to people and get, you know, try to convince people to their side, and then let those people go fucking vote and go home. Yeah. Like oh, I, yeah. I just. I, I think the, the... Yeah, no, I don't think it should happen on election day. Right. I, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. it's something that should be a part of the process leading up to yes. that. I just think that caucuses, because of the way they leave people out, oh, because sure. of the way that it, like, negatively affects, you know, like, lower income people who mm-hmm. can't find... Like, they don't necessarily Absolutely. have the free time to hang out in their local fucking high school gym well, for see, five again, hours. again, that's why I'm asking what you think about Nevada, because all those people can go just cast a vote ahead yeah. of time. I think that's So then, then what's Let's, your argument against caucuses in that scenario? Because why are we having a... Then why aren't we just so having then, a primary? If people can just go and cast their vote, well, why what, can't everyone go and cast their vote? What they do is they, they pick their first person and they pick two backup options. Ranked choice that voting is works? great, yeah. that's, by the way. Yeah. That's actually... Ranked like choice it. voting is great and yeah. we need that across I the agree. country. So then everybody who has trouble making it to the regular caucus, they're they still get to participate yes. in that way. I wonder what the like the percentages that does the early voting versus actually sits in the room and argues, but I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. I think that that's neat. Yeah. I think the primaries are a better way to actually... Um, yeah, I think it's, weirdly enough, I think being able to cast your ballot for a person I do, I do though. I great. do enjoy the idea, yeah. like, uh, if, you're, if you can't get enough support, you just... You have to go to somebody else. I, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. Like... But what happens for people early voting who cast a, a ballot for... So so they have their ranked choice, essentially. And mm-hmm. if the first person that they put on their, on that ballot doesn't have the viability, then it, has, then it goes to their next one? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
that still seems real complicated for I don't, for a for I don't think a, so. I maybe just, to figure it out in yeah. the end. But like, I mean, yeah. for the, we're not going to let voter, the people in Iowa out. try to figure out how this no, worked no. out. And and by the way, the Iowa the 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 leader of the Iowa Democratic Party uh, resigned. I mean, rightfully so. Sure. <laughs> um, because he cast uh, essentially a giant shadow over democracy. Yeah, it like, was not good. That's that's a big fucking problem when we're we're all kind of like, whoa, what happened in that in that mm. primary? Well, in in a in a system and and all criticisms of the Iowa caucus not notwithstanding here, but like a system that wasn't broken in 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 the sense that the result tabulation mm-hmm. had always worked fine. Well, when you say worked fine, there are times where like later down the line we found out that a different person actually won Iowa. I remember when um I don't remember I think it was two thousand was it two thousand eight or two thousand uh but uh, I don't know if specifically sure of the year, but they had a winner of Iowa on the night. And then like months later down the line there was a report that actually this person won Iowa, and it's like because of their because of the weird delegate structure where yeah. you do, it's I, I think it's just a billion times too fucking complicated. So Barack Obama didn't win Iowa. He did. I think it was, I a, think Repu- it was a Republican. I think it was a Republican. Oh, I think I, I think down the line I think I think down the line we found out that like Ron Paul won Iowa. Uh, when on the night it was someone else oh, or something along those lines. I can't familiar remember. Familiar with this. So yes. never mind. So yeah, Iowa's trash. <laughs> right back to anyway. Right back to let's talk about New Hampshire, right? Yes, let's talk about a fucking state that got it right. <laughs> let's talk about a state that figured their shit out. While I also look this uh, up because I I'm very interested. Maybe it was 2012. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, I sorry, <laughs> New Hampshire. Um, Bernie Sanders walks out with the win. Um, he also walks out with the same amount of delegates as Pete Buttigieg because we also are doing. Delegates and not winner take all because <sighs> hey guys we're whatever I, coming from someone who like likes proportional representation I also think that uh, this is confusing um, so Bernie Sanders walks out the winner with twenty five point eight percent of the vote uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, second place but guess the same amount of delegates twenty four point five Amy Klobuchar nineteen point nine well she leaves with six delegates. Um, Elizabeth Warren comes next with 9.2, does not get delegates because she didn't get 15%, along with Joe Biden, 8.4, Tom Steyer, 3.6, Tulsi Gabbard, 3.3, Andrew Yang is next with 2.8. We also saw some people drop out. I didn't realize that Gabbard was that close to Steyer. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Continue. I just didn't notice that. Yeah, no, no. I think I've just blocked her out. We also have... (laughs) <laughs> we, uh, we also have that hurts worse okay there we go we also have i a did not of... throw the cat at terrain i just want to be clear i know i threatened to do it but i did no. not she you did mind it. controlled the i think did yes. it on her own. i think you i think you 100 controlled her mind well and made that her jump is on me. really between me and the cat okay great uh, i was also involved in it though so, That's not my problem. Okay. Um, we had some um, candidates drop out of the field. Oh, um, uh, on the night, Andrew Yang and uh, Michael Bennett, who I the guess... Shocker, was I still guess in the ring. He got, he got 968 votes, guys. <laughs> oh, um, no shit. Yep. Oh, wow. He, they, uh, but there's, How much money did he spend... For this whole race to get 968 votes. That's a good I'd question. Love to That's know. a really good question. I'd love to know. I bet it was millions. Oh, <laughs> for undoubtedly. Sure. For sure. Um, but we had, uh, he, yeah. 
he dropped they dropped out the next day Deval Patrick um governor uh for um former governor, former governor from Massachusetts, Massachusetts dropped out um what were your thoughts on the uh, on the results how it makes the Oh, jeez, Louise. Sorry, our kitty cat's doing some fucking crazy stuff. So, Jess, while Katrina gets up a deal, we'll ask you. Um, what did you think about the results? Um, how do you think that they shaped the rest of the race? And then I have a follow-up uh, question I'm going to ask um, after this um, that is <laughs> definitely leading. But go ahead. Oh, oh boy. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I have to say I wasn't, I wasn't really that surprised because it really followed the same... I think the thing that surprised me was Amy Klobuchar hopping up. I think the the story coming out of Iowa and all of that pandemonium was, you know, it was Bernie and it was Pete. And that part made sense to yeah. me in New Hampshire. Um, Amy Klobuchar moving up. I did not see that coming. Did you watch post-debate coverage from the last thing? That no. actually was. Mm-hmm. We watched, I watched the debate. I did not watch post debate. We watched how a did little you think, bit. How did you think Amy did in the debate? I think she did okay. A lot of people thought that that yeah. was that she did amazing, and See, that was. I didn't feel that, but that was the coverage. The yeah. coverage was okay. that Amy Klobuchar won that debate. Yeah. Interesting. It also, you saw. Uh, it, um, See, I thought Bernie had the best performance in that. Debate. Did you? I did. Huh? I did. Interesting. Okay. People actually thought Klobuchar and Buttigieg won. Which was really? I didn't think yes. Buttigieg won, but that—that's what the coverage was, and the poll showed Buttigieg winning. It was like, really? What? Okay. I thought he did very poorly. He, he was, was getting attacked the whole horrible. time by Amy yeah. Klobuchar. Yeah. Like I didn't if you think, think he did well. if you think Klobuchar did well, you shouldn't think that Pete did well. Right. Right. Like they don't know together. Well. She did <laughs> yeah. well because of how poorly she treated it. So we yeah. we watched like not, not a lot, like even like ten minutes of post debate coverage um, on MSNBC where they had. Uh, New Hampshire voters, and mm. they're asking them, you know, who were you undecided going into this? Who'd you think won tonight? Who's your vote going to? And everybody was like fucking all over Amy. It was yeah. it was really really, and really interesting. Uh, the the that day the day of the New Hampshire primary, apparently a very large amount of people um, just made their mind up, um, like in that very short amount of time, including wow. the time for the debate. So a lot of that. A lot of that debate performance for for Amy Klobuchar that people saw, they, they broke for Amy Klobuchar in a big way. Yeah, yeah, that's Which interesting. I it makes sense that Warren didn't do very well because I, I don't think her per- debate. If I think these people did not watch any of the previous debates and only watched that debate, and that's when they made their decision. Yeah, and that so makes, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's that's how because she was she said a lot, she spoke a lot. They, she, they she must not strong. have paid attention before yeah. because, like, yeah, I, I don't see any narrative up to that point where I would think a bunch of support was going to swing towards her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they just paid attention because it was the New Hampshire debate yeah, and then made their decisions. And I just don't... That is... That's interesting. Baffling to me, but okay. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting... That's interesting. And I think, yeah, I, I think it's interesting that... Bernie's getting credit for the victory when 
It really was very close. He and Pete were very close. I mean, he won. He got the right. most votes. What do you mean? But, I mean, delegate-wise, I was saying Pete's still ahead in the delegate count. I think, I mean, I guess it has to do with how Iowa turned out, but Pete did not get nearly the same amount of media attention for his win in Iowa well, as he, Bernie did for his win in New Hampshire. Well, he couldn't, because right. we didn't know he won yeah. until fucking 19 yeah. days right. later. Yeah. <laughs> do we That's, still know for sure? Maybe again, not. <laughs> I'm not certain that not Marianne convinced. Williamson didn't carry Iowa. <laughs> It's great. I'm and not I, certain. I mean, I, I understand because we're looking ahead and we're looking at polls, but it's like everybody's saying now Bernie is the front runner. He is. Yeah, but like Pete has more delegates. Right. I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting how that's all shaking out in the media. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. we're looking at it. Uh, Bernie Sanders, again, he won that one by 1.3%. Um, that margin, yeah. uh, he won by about... Uh, 3,000 votes in, in New Hampshire. It was definitely a close contest. Yeah, sure. But he emerged the victor. And to the victor goes the news coverage. Um, <laughs> not, not in Iowa. Not, yeah, not yeah. in Iowa. To, to, fuck. In, a, in a month and a half, when they figure out who really won, <laughs> oh, they'll be all gonna, over it. They're going to get that doing a uh, recount or what? A of, of Iowa. Yeah. Because yeah. there were so many irregularities. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so, with Amy Klobuchar's surge into that third place and into getting delegates, she does start, she's starting to, like, position herself against Pete Buttigieg, which is her favorite position. Oh, yeah. Um, as the, like, moderate uh, alternative to uh, Bernie Sanders. Sanders and Warren. Um, uh, real quick. No, uh, no. Nobody's paying any attention to Warren. As well, a, let's... As a progressive. I just mean in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have... I want to hang on on that yeah. real quick. But... Because um, I, I am going to bring something around that I, that I have a question for. But my quick question is, I'm not sure if you saw online, on pretty much Twitter, I think it was, there were a lot of different names for the surge that uh, Clove Bajar is having. <laughs> and I wanted to know if you had a favorite... Um, there was Clobmentum. Yeah. There was the Clobacharge, which I think is my favorite. I, I do like that. <laughs> do you have, did you have a specific favorite that you I saw? Think, I think my favorite one might have been the Global Warming. <laughs> like, that I thought was pretty good. Oh. Um, but I feel like there was an, there was another one that made me chuckle, but I, now I don't remember. The Clobbering? Was it no, the Clobbering? No, no. Okay. <laughs> there was Clobacharge. <laughs> Clobacharge. Uh, oh Clobacharge my charge is good. Clobacharge is like really good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, no, but I, I think I think it's definitely interesting to see. You know, like uh, and Amy said in her uh, in her speech after Iowa said something along the lines of they thought we weren't going to make it to the debates and we did. They thought we weren't going to make it to um, you know the the this state. We sure, did. sure. They thought we were, and we we did better. We just keep. Doing it, and I, I think that's, I think she has a, like, that, that's a good message, Absolutely. Right? That people are coming around on me, people are finding out people who I am. counting her out, and she's proving people wrong, yes. and bringing new people in, which and is when, good. And when they her. find out about me, they are interested. Yeah. Um, do you think that's something that can sustain a campaign? I don't know. Or does know. she have to come up with some other sort of message? I mean, that's going to sustain for a little while, but if she keeps moving up... Then she has to come up with some new messaging. Yeah. And what we've heard of her sort of general election pitch of it's not flyover country for me. I live here and blah, 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 blah. And I live in one of these states. Like, I think that comes 
across as awfully cheesy and I don't know if it works as a message. Um, I just don't know. I'm, I really, I'm really surprised and I've been surprised all along at like the really surprising, like people who in my life who are like, yeah, I know. I think I really like Amy Klobuchar. Just people that I wouldn't have expected mm-hmm. because they've all been like, kind of like, well, I think that if it's going to be a woman, it needs to be a more moderate woman <laughs> who will win. And I'm just like, oh, that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you deal with, like for her, I don't know how you deal with like then keeping that moderate lane and not and finding a way to excite the people who are considered to be more progressive. Like, I'm just not sure how she brings any of those people with her. I don't so. think she's trying to. I don't what think do you, she is either, but I think she's going to have to at some point. What do you think her uh, game plan is? Uh, what do you think Amy Klobuchar's game plan is, Katrina? Uh, I don't know that she has one. I, th- I think sure. it's kind of rough. Um, we've got two progressive candidates, essentially, and... Three, four, yeah. four prominent moderate candidates, and the moderate vote is really getting split. Yeah, um, and I think progressives have made their choice clear. Unfortunately, that is Bernie <laughs> and not Warren. <laughs> oh so, man! All right, some biases are coming out, guys. So I, I think the moderates are gonna look back at this and. And have regrets that they split their votes this way yeah. because this might lead to a Sanders victory just because they're splitting. Like, you know, if, if everything added up, like, like when it, in 2016 with Trump, there were more Republicans who voted against Trump than for Trump. Right. But because they were. They, they, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, but in the but primary, no, I get, I get what you're the saying. Republican support was not majority but behind it was, him. It was but they so split. divided. There were 12 yeah. freaking candidates yeah. on the bat. Like, it was, yeah. it all got split up. And I think the moderates are going to look back and regret having this field so wide, moderate-wise. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's very clear that Joe Biden's support or proposed support is not as doesn't carry as much weight as it was originally thought. The firewall is is coming down. Yeah, it really is. And, I mean, I know he's, like, really banking on South Carolina, so if he doesn't do well there, that's going to be a mess. But I I do agree that so many people who have left the Biden camp, as they've learned about other candidates, are divided now between Pete and and Amy Klobuchar. And Bloomberg. Can I ask? I know. Now... (laughs) (laughs) Before we... We can talk about Bloomberg if you'd like to. I mean, we'll spend hours. Uh. So, let me ask this. We have had... And and this is essentially coming from, like, Biden's messaging. And And I don't... He's not my candidate, but I actually agree with what he's saying in this specific instance. Um, in his speech that he gave after New Hampshire, that he gave in South Carolina, because he said, fuck New Hampshire. I'm out. <laughs> he said um, something along the lines of, um, you know, 99% of black people didn't get to vote. Sure. 98 point whatever percent of people, uh, 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 you know, Latinx people didn't get to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like people of color still have not voted. Their voices, their voices have not been heard. Um, do you think 
that it is dangerous for the Democratic Party to allow two of the most non-diverse states to dictate for like a month uh, the the media narrative of this race. Like we 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 are counting out candidates like Joe Biden, like Elizabeth Warren, based on two states that have very very few people of color in them. Yeah. Um. Do you think that that's dangerous for the Democratic Party to do? Yes. Yeah. I mean... That was the leading question. I do. I do. But it's... It's complicated because... I also think that... I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards something that, that someone had brought up. About, like, not having one state go first. Having, like... Super Tuesday Having, like, Super Tuesday or something like that. Where it's more than one state with there there you can have. Like, so if you want to include Iowa, New Hampshire, whatever. that's I mean, not. Iowa's done. We have 49 states now. Yeah. But we're replacing Iowa with D.C. You guys pick Joni Ernst and and fucking Steve King. Don't talk to me anymore. But, like, I just feel like one, like, you give any one state that much of a spotlight and it's going to be problematic. I do, I kind of want to ask you, and this is a question that I meant to ask uh, you, Terrain, last week. But now this is better because I can ask you both. Like, there was a thing that went around um, on Facebook that was like, uh, you know, so what state should go first? And I was like, hey, Pennsylvania has a good combination of all of the things. Um... I do think, you know, a, a swing state should be at least higher up. You know, like, none of these states are swing states that have gone so far. You know, something that actually... Well, there is Iowa, movement, we consider a, scre- a swing state for some dumb reason. I don't. Again, <laughs> do they you? have Steve King and Joni Ernst. Yeah. And for some reason, it's, we're like, they're not, a swing state. It's not, though. You know what I think? Wait, wait, wait. She was still, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no. But, it, no, that was just my question. Like, Which like, state? Like, yeah, because like, I first? really, and I know I'm biased because, hello, we Pennsylvania that. politics. That's why, but... that's why I commented on them, like, you know, I, I remember, you go, you go first. I mean, we talked before, like, if it has to be a single state, I think we said Texas would be mm. a good state. I, though, think all the primaries should happen on the same day. Really? Why, so why, that, why do we, yeah. why do we have to me. dictate why that, like, people get momentum and it's about who won in this state and who won in that state? Why not just let everybody decide based on the actual ideals and everything they're, they're seeing from these candidates, not who won here and who won there? Sure. Just, like, I think, I think just let everybody vote at the same time. Just I, go ahead. Tell I, me why. I love that in theory. You can't campaign. If you, you can't campaign, but yeah. that's not even my bigger thing. If you have that and it's based on one day, yeah, you're going to see Michael Bloomberg yep. win it every time. That's exactly right. Because, that's exactly because right. no is, one's going to do that grassroots campaigning there's that no, is yeah, actually there's really no necessary. Okay. Okay. Because it's all going to be... Now, take take out the... You know, make make elections publicly funded and, yeah. t- and mm-hmm. you know overturn Citizens United and do all of those things. Then I'm absolutely in favor right. of yeah. doing something like that. That makes complete because sense. then the candidates yeah. would be on the ground in states like Pennsylvania, in states like Texas, in other states that are considered you know to be mm-hmm. movable. Um, but I think right now, where you've got the only ads you see on TV in Pennsylvania are Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg. a little bit Steyer. Steyer. 
And I've seen a couple Joe Biden because it's Northeast PA and we're in the Wilkes-Barre Scranton media market. I don't think market. I've seen any Joe Biden. I, Britain, baby! I mean, I literally maybe three compared to the 400 Bloomberg. We don't watch a lot seen. of TV, but I don't think we've seen any Biden. Terry, have you seen any Biden? No. We don't, we don't either. The only time we really watch, my husband watches more than I do, but the only time we really watch like real, like actual like TV. The mass Singer. Is. <laughs> oh, you're so, they figured me out. Uh, no, it's like sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I think I watch the Oscars. You know, we like yeah. we watch that live. Yeah. You know, but Parasite, the rest of the baby. time, but the rest of the time, it's like we're on Netflix watching The Office. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So you know, it's tough, but those are the only ones that I've seen. I haven't seen mm-hmm. an, an ad for Bernie. I haven't seen an ad for no. Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar. You know. That's no really Marianne Williamson ads floating around. Where the fuck are they? At? I know. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yes, I think that's and that's. I, I she was absolutely right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is one hundred percent. You. It's going to be about who has the best ad buy, who yep. has the most money to to flood the market with ads in yeah. the specific states that you know will will carry the most delegates, so that it doesn't matter about the what the little states think. I yeah. and I, I agree that there should be some way to combat that. But until there is, yeah. uh, that's a that's not the best idea just because of that specific thing. Yeah, Though I, I do think in an ideal world, Absolutely. we have we have all the primaries on this on the, on one day, which is a fucking national holiday, so people have off and are able to go to it, sure. and we have ranked choice voting, so yes. that people you know like that's our that's the ideal world. Yeah. Um, but we, even in a less ideal world, what I would like to see. Is all of it happening in one month? Like divide the states up however you want and smush it together. People should because February through May is fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Like that's ridiculous. And that's not even going to be the end. For People should no, be I mean it's very very. It's possible. going to the convention. Yeah, yeah. it's going. Terrain has me convinced it's going to be a brokered convention. I mean, we're who's gonna? No one's going that, to have the. No one's going to have the the uh, the amount needed to just outright get the nomination. Yeah. So. We need to all agree we're going to give it to the person with the most delegates, or we're going to have a giant fight. Unless they're Bloomberg, and then everybody Unless else they're Bloomberg, and then it's time to figure it out. I do think that's right. But, I mean, I'll just get out my Matt Santos for president. Yes! Matty Santos! I will oh, vote for I will, I will vote for Jimmy Smith. Can we yeah. can we just say that over Michael Leo McGarry as vice president was, it was terrible. the worst thing oh, that, was, that no that was, nobody would ever make that, that decision was in real life. You can tell decision. that Aaron Sorkin yeah. stopped running yeah. the show after the fourth season. Yeah, it <laughs> there were lots of things that, that were said, like. That said, that that live election, that live election, sorry, the live debate episode was amazing. That was pretty good. Guys, we're talking West Wing. Welcome to talking West Wing. This is what we're doing now. (laughs) I actually, the last season, taking out the Leo McGarry as running mate thing, but the last season overall and the campaign stretch and all that, I actually really enjoyed. What about Toby being a leak? Yeah, no, I didn't buy that either. That storyline was insane. Well, listen, Toby and Josh getting into a fist fight in the White House, that's when I knew that, like, hello, we're jumping the shark here. Like, that was not good. And then Toby was the leak. Like, no way. Fucking Richard Schiff was like, I don't think Toby would have done that. No. No, I've been Toby for fucking seven years. Yeah, like, I just don't think any of that was realistic. Yeah. And I'm still pissed about the last words spoken on screen in the West Wing because they're fucking wrong. What was it? I thought it was what's next. What are you thinking about is what she said to him. And he said what's next? He said tomorrow. Tomorrow. 
fuck, it should have been what's next. Which is bullshit, because it should have been what's next. Yes. And every West Wing fan knows that, and every West Wing fan was thinking he's going to say what's next, and then he said tomorrow, and you're like, because the episode was called tomorrow, we're like, fuck this. The episode should have been called what's next. Fun fact, (laughs) it should have been. Fun fact, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, the current host of um, uh, The Last Word of Lawrence O'Donnell, Mm -hmm. last word, um, was a writer on that season. I know. Yes. I think he actually he played wrote, Jed Bartlett's dad. He did play Jed Bartlett's dad and yeah. slapped baby Jed Bartlett in I know. the face. He was uh, a bit of a dick. I was like, whoa, that's a bad dad. Yeah. Hashtag bad, bad dad. Hashtag bad dad. <laughs> Katrina's fine. It's fine. As soon as she can breathe, she'll be back. What? What, she needs what happened? Drink in my mouth. <laughs> oh, okay. Which part? Which part made you laugh that much? Hashtag Hashtag bad dad. Oh <laughs> uh, no! But no, you're absolutely right. It should have been what's next. Yeah, it's insane that, that it I, wasn't. I'm, I, I'm honestly, I've like retconned it to it being what's next. No, I've convinced myself that it was kind of like the end of How I Met Your Mother. Are you guys fans? I'm convinced that it stopped three minutes before. To the end of it. They have an alternate ending, though. I, I'm just like, I'm like, nope, the end is Terrain where, and it. that's how I met Terrain your mother. I don't love the it. You end. loved it. I'm you loved it. At... You're a fool, Terrain. and you loved it. And that's... let's get rid of all of our characters' character development, because we wrote this 10 years ago, and we're going to stick to it, even if it doesn't make any sense with our current story. Exactly. I'm not saying that I love it. You I'm saying... loved it. No. You defended it fiercely. <laughs> Yes, I was, that's what I was saying. Wow. I think that I think the ending. I that look they, at you the, a little differently now. I think the I ending was true ago. to the show. The ending was true to the show. That story was about how much he fucking loved Robin. That's what the whole story mm. was. He's I mean, just you're like not, you're not wrong. But <laughs> I just when he let like her fly away like a balloon. Oh, me. that part was bananas. Uh, that, I wonder at what point. <laughs> I wonder at what point they were just like, "What are we doing? What are we oh, even yeah. doing?" Well, I guess when you try to stretch out three days into a whole season of television, yeah. that you're bound to make some mistakes. Also, I want to rewatch happened. it, but uh, the, that show is fucking crazy problematic. Oh, it's yeah. not great. For oh. sure. I mean, I still, I do, you know, have a soft spot in my heart for it, but I look at it now and and I do go. I'm like, how? I I literally think if they pitched, like, any of those scripts to network television today, they'd be like, get the fuck out. Barney is a rapist. Barney is not just a rapist. (laughs) He's a human trafficker. He literally, quote, sold a woman, unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Yeah, that's you're not anyway, you're not supposed to do that. Back to the original so question. <laughs> back to the original question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Back to the original question. Uh, Five thirty-eight actually did a, a they reordered um the state the Democratic primary calendar um to reflect the the sorry according to what uh, we re- we reordered the Democratic primary calendar to better represent the party's voters. Shut up. Oh, um, fine. So it it gave the first state as Illinois, which I agree okay. would be a yeah. great city reverse. Yeah. However, they'll say it's not a swing state. So if we're looking yeah. at a swing state, um, why do, you'd why, be looking why? at... Why do we need a swing state to go first? Because we want them to be excited for us. So, so I we want... put them first and we're like, you guys get I mean, I know what my, argu- my argument would be 
because that's where you're going to have to spend the most time campaigning to right. get, a, get an early gonna, start. If you if they're first, aren't you going to campaign there and then leave for three, four, or five months? Well, Wouldn't it be better to be closer to the actual general election? Uh, no. Okay. I, I, I would say, no, like from an organizer's standpoint, here's what I would say. If, if like say in Pennsylvania right now, uh-huh. more candidates had field staff and whatever they could be activating volunteer leaders and activating those networks that then couldn't take over okay. yes like and i and i think about this because like i mean this, this is what how my brain has to work right now but when you when you have that void for so long and we see like an occasional person from a campaign coming through um it just leaves you kind of floundering until the primary does get closer and even because like because Pennsylvania is so late it's like by then you're just like oh god just get it over with yeah where like you could be campaigning and doing things and getting those networks up and running Mm -hmm. to then continue your work until professional staff and party staff comes back that makes sense they don't they don't you know disband those right. offices that they that they have when they when they have them in Iowa, when yeah. they have them in New Hampshire, those those campaign offices. They keep them in place mm-hmm. um, uh, for the general For election. the general. So, right. so on that list, 5538, what's the first swing state that comes up? The first swing state, I was going to say, and it depends on how we define a swing state. Sure. Um, I would argue that the first swing state would be Florida. Mm-hmm. I say that because, because Florida, even though we keep losing, it's like, Pretty close. Yeah. Um, but just, Florida's fourth on the list. Florida just I, gives me a headache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't... It's always bad. Yeah. It's, it's always never, bad. Nothing good ever comes I'm out waiting of... Waiting for Miami-Dade. You hear that, Florida? From I'm fucking... 2000. <laughs> this podcast is fucking coming for you, Florida. Oh, didn't we do this before? And we then did it was this very with bad. Iowa. It didn't we, go well. No. And Iowa <laughs> fucked up. You hear that, Florida? You're going to be just you're like next. Iowa. You're next. next to just straight up fuck. Well, I mean, Florida literally wrote the book on how to fuck up That's elections. True. So That's true. Iowa clearly read that book. When does Texas show up on our list? Texas, actually, we said Texas. We thought Texas was a good one. Texas shows up on the list 26. Wow. Really? So, I wonder if that's because of the lower African-American population. It's a higher uh, I know Latino, it's a higher Latino population. population. Yeah. Um, but so, we don't have the same like, well, African-Americans. No, the Latino population isn't as solid blue. Right. Here's where it is. So I think it is, I think the thing that messes it up with is whites with no college degree. Mm. In uh, in the U.S., it's 39.7%. In Texas, it's 25.5%. They actually have a very close uh, to the black population, 21.2% in Texas, 20.4% in Texas. the whole okay. country. Hmm. Um, and then, yes, it does... Are you speaking, um, did you mean to say whites with a college degree? No, I said with no college degree. So, Texas has a smaller population? 25.5 uh, Texans are white with no college degree, according to what I'm looking and at. And our party makeup is 34? And our... No, no, I'm... I, I, uh, what? What? I'm trying to understand what okay. this thing means so it's not it's giving me share draw a chart on yes the wall. let me get this black <laughs> let me get this whiteboard out i thought it, i thought we were trying to get party we're getting share of democrats right so okay. so i think i, I think I, I might have i might have mis, misled there when i said so share of democrats um the u.s share of democrats are that have that are white and have no college degree is 39.7 wow 
Yeah. Okay. In Texas, the share of Democrats that are white oh, and have no college degree okay. is 25.5. Got it. I understand mm. now. Right. Okay. I, I must have been, I must have fucked that up. I okay. do apologize. Um, but I, yes. I thought it was breakdown trying of to be the entire comparable. state, not yeah. specifically the Democratic Party of the state. Yes, it's the Democratic Party of the state. Got it. I, I, sorry. Got and it. I said, I said, the, I, and I did say that the title of it was, we reordered the Democratic pi- primary calendar to better represent the party's voters. Okay. So it's not. Well, the, see, I thought it was nationwide party voter versus the state's gotcha, breakdown, gotcha, not the state's yeah. party voter. So it says Florida, that makes a lot of sense. Florida would be the first swing state. Then Nevada, I would say, is we would call a swing state. It yeah. does yeah. teeter totter, though we have been holding it pretty blue yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And then PA, Pennsylvania. your lovely PA. I mean, it's your lovely PA too. I'm here. Yeah, um, <laughs> would be next um, as a swing state. Eleven would be Michigan. That would be the next one. Thirteen, yeah. Iowa. Fourteen, Virginia, uh, and seventeen, I heard Arizona. I had Virginia mentioned as a possible. I think Virginia first, should be but, one of the top ones. Yes, but that's interesting. They're actually under Iowa. Yes, they. No, no, I didn't say Iowa. You said Iowa's thirteen. I said meant to say Ohio. I've been oh, yeah. all oh, over. Oh, those the, are not the same. They're not they're the same. Different. They're both four letters and, and both with lots start, of vowels. Both start yeah. and end with a vowel. <laughs> yeah. Both disappoint me all constantly. Vowels. Both have yeah. Iowa. <laughs> so that was my bad. Iowa actually on this will be fifty second. <laughs> state forty two. Wow. State forty two. So I have a question. Um, yes. Are the Republican primaries and the Democratic primaries in the same order? I think they usually are. I think they yeah. are. Right? I think so, they are. so the proposal that's floating around is like, let's switch the Democrats up, yes, right? Yes, the like, Democratic Party wants yeah. to change the I think order. there is are a, a couple that are different. Is but that I do a think thing we could actually I, do? I don't know. In the general, like, considering the, like, if, if there's a, a year where we don't have an incumbent and it's both parties are going through the primary, wouldn't that be kind of nuts to, like, have Iowa pick their Republicans first, and we're in a different state picking our Democrat first? I, yeah, I don't know. Bad for, it would be bad for the parties, but that's a, that's a thing the parties have to deal with. Yeah. Which parties? Which parties would it be bad for? I think the, well, I think, it, like, I think both of them. I'm not yeah. sure that it. I don't know that it breaks one way or the other. Right. Uh-huh. I think it's be it just, just the, the it, organizing factor. It could, factor. but I think in general, I don't know that it goes one way or the other. I think yeah. the organizing factor and having to you know having to uh, plan a like because the parties are the ones that run this. Yeah, right? Yeah. The primary season is run by the party. It's not run by the government. Right. So would this, would this hurt the parties? Because I why does the Democratic Party of one state care what the Republican Party of their state is? I'm sure they don't I don't know. Shit, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm got not so sure. many questions about yeah, how this I'm would actually play out. You know? All right, guys, I guess we've decided we're not moving anything <laughs> because it's very confusing <laughs> and we don't know how to do it. <laughs> I could see that be confusing for like elderly people if the Republican primary is being held. And especially if it's a state where it allows you to vote over party lines in the primary. Uh, Yes, open primaries would be a problem. I could see Yeah, and I think I'm so locked into the Pennsylvania closed way of doing things that I did not think about. Yeah, open primaries would be a very confusing issue. Maybe a a Democratic voter would come out to vote in the primary and then be like, oh, wait, this is a Republican primary? But they're still there and they go and they want to like, or they're like, oh, shit, that's not who I wanted to support. Uh Uh-oh, I had to vote last week and I wasn't here. Right. And now I can't. Yeah, so I don't don't know. Again, I think we So I'm guessing nothing is going to change. No, no, no. The, I do think some things Demo- are going to change. The, I, I just don't. I don't know how many things are going to change. The DNC uh, head Tom Perez did say he wanted. Uh, they they didn't want Iowa and 
New Hampshire to go first anymore yeah. because mm-hmm. of the lack of diversity in the states. And we know, I think both of them are open primaries, are they not? Our primary caucus. I don't, mm, well, I, I think, I think they're. New I, Hampshire New is. Hampshire is. New Hampshire is. New Hampshire is. I don't know about Iowa. Um, I also think that Iowa has it in their state constitution. They have it written that they go first. So yeah, they're super convinced that they go first. Yeah, I wonder how they think that's gonna work. We're gonna have to figure that out. But they haven't gone first for that long, though. Yeah, did New Hampshire use it? Because I feel like I remember the the one place in New Hampshire that votes at like midnight. I thought that used to be. I thought that used to be the first primary at all. Um, That's the first primary. No, I still think Iowa was before that, but what I'm saying is I think that Iowa has only been as big of a deal as it is since like the 70s. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I don't know. I feel like that's right. Since 1972, the Iowa caucuses have... Oh, well, no, that's that's success rate. Um, I don't know. And I don't have the time to figure it out. We'll get get back to you next week on that, We'll get back to you next week on that. We'll we'll take that question in. We'll write a report. Well, we do have, we're going to have a, a midweek episode where we do corrections. <laughs> and so, we're going to try to answer some of the questions so, that we have. Yeah, yeah. We're actually going to answer the questions that we asked ourselves. Yeah, we couldn't figure we out the answers. We have no to. idea. Because Katrina keeps asking like nine fucking and questions. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't was know. not a political science major. As opposed to the other two people in this room, so. I was. Wow. Still don't know. Are you know. calling us out? She is All right, math. Out. Yeah. Right. Some oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. So I Iowa. No. <laughs> it's coming back to Iowa, yeah. no matter what. This is coming Can back you back. explain what a state delegate equivalent yeah, is and explain, what that means in math terms? State delegate equivalents. I would love no, to know. That's um, a math thing. I understand. Before we move from the topic that we apparently were talking about, which was the, the New West Wing. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wait, real quick. Yeah. They had an episode about Dixville Notch on, on the West Landing. Wing. Yeah, Hartfield Landing. Yeah. But they they did it, you know, I again, this might have been after Sorkin, where it was like oh. they were voting for the general election, but like during primary time, and then they just, the next episode didn't, they were like, whatever. I don't think they were voting in the general. They were. Were they? Hartsfield Landing? Yes, they were. I remember. All right, don't look this up. Let's. I mean, this is important, Katrina. We yeah. don't have time for those other questions, but we, we do, do have, have time, time for this. We do have time for the other questions. Oh, it was 2002, so it's 100%. Um, in, <laughs> 100% what? It's 100% <laughs> a Sorkin, sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I knew it was a Sorkin, because his re-election was all during Sorkin time. Yeah, but yeah, they're, uh, rem- let's see. Um, uh, Josh is edgy about every vote of the 42 cast in remote New Hampshire. Um, but this, this isn't good because this is on the West Wing uh, fandom page. So the, the grammar's not well. But, um, not well? The grammar's not well. That's about the joke. Did you not get that? Did you not get the joke? No. The grammar's not well. Right, okay. It's bad grammar. Sure, sure. All right, man. That's what you want to do. <laughs> He said you've had every vote in the forty of the forty two cast in a remote New Hampshire burg that are counted immediately and always predict the winner of the states. Oh, okay, it, is, it does say primary. So yeah, but again, season I season three, but I think season four. But I think that the person that was uh, the, they were talking about voting. It was either the president. It was either Bartlett was some guy. or there or the guy. Republican. No. Yes. Maybe. It's an open primary, babe. The vote Maybe taking place in Hartsville Landing was oh, ambiguous. Chronologically, the episode occurs during the primary. You're right. Let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize as I'm reading this, 
Stop doing it. But it says the results of the specific primary would at least have two victors in this case. There would be a Democrat and uh, Bartlett and a Republican Richie. Also, oh, being an open this, primary would make sense. Yeah. Based yeah. on this, uh, the residents of Hartville would be correct no matter who won the general election. Um, this is likely a suspension of disbelief in order to dramatically tell a compelling story. Like it was him versus it was Bartlett versus Richie in that in that episode. Yeah, you're right. Which was like not the way primaries work. No. No. Right. But that's not. They were doing a, They were doing a, a bad thing to like tell because a they good wouldn't story. Have, because in by New Hampshire, that Richie wouldn't have been the nominee. Right. Okay. And again. New Hampshire actually went way later than like they it shouldn't have happened at that time. That's not when the primaries were like that. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's. I wanted to talk real quick. All right, about, we're gonna do two midweek episodes. Yeah. One where we answer all of our questions. The other one where we just talk about the we're West just talking about the West Wing <laughs> and what they did right and wrong. Um, I wanted to just quick go with some uh to go with some of what was going on in the exit polling for New Hampshire. Mm. Um, men chose Bernie Sanders, um, quite... Wow. Go figure. What a shock. I am. What? Totally stunned. <laughs> Katrina, can you believe it? No. Oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, men chose Bernie Sanders 31% to next was Pete Buttigieg 22. Amy Klobuchar third with 17. Biden eight, Warren seven. Women... Um, who were 57% of the voters, actually went to Pete Buttigieg. 25% of the women went for Pete Buttigieg. Um, second was tied with um, Sanders and Klobuchar, uh, 23 each. Um, uh, 18 through 29 and 30 through 44 went for Bernie Sanders, um, 47 and 39 respectively. Um, 65 and up went to Amy Klobuchar. They broke for Amy like uh, we thought they broke for Pete, but they did not. Um, college graduates went to Amy Klobuchar, 25, uh, Pete Buttigieg, 24, and Bernie Sanders, 23. That's usually Warren's bread and butter, but she actually only ended up with 12 there. No college degree, Bernie Sanders, 31, Pete Buttigieg, 24, Klobuchar next with 14. 31-24. That's the split. Non-college educated. Yep. Interesting. Yes. Um, very liberal... Um, went to Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got 4% of those people. <laughs> those very liberal people. Darn, I was wrong. Um, uh, 46% for um, Bernie Sanders. Uh, conservative Democrats went to Pete Buttigieg. 20%. Um, 18 to Klobuchar. 17 to Bernie Sanders. Again, I think... Well, I think it's he, New Hampshire. I think he... Again, yes. Vermont. He, he benefits from being in a neighboring state, and it's a very white state. And yeah, white. And very white. Uh, white men making all the decisions in this country. So, That's new. <laughs> um, people whose biggest uh, issue was foreign policy went, uh, there was 11% of the voters, 27% went to uh, people to judge. Um, 23 Amy Klobuchar, 20% went to Joe Biden, and 9% went to Bernie Sanders. Who did the five black people in New Hampshire vote for? Uh, 
Do they even have pass? We <laughs> saw pass. at least one pass. Do they have a racial breakdown? Mm, no. I would assume it's too small a number. No, to it's too small a number. To Five was an exaggeration, one. but not by much. <laughs> no, they don't have a racial breakdown in this. Yeah. And this is a this is a um, exit poll from Washington Post that they uh-huh. put up here. Okay. Um, so I had to make sure. And then I just want to end on um, nominate for for a candidate. They the. Uh, would you rather vote for a candidate who agrees with you on major issues? That was 33% of the voters, and they went for Bernie Sanders, 38, people to judge 20, Klobuchar, 15, um, Warren and Biden had six and four, respectively. Um, can beat Donald Trump? Who won that one? Who won can beat Donald Trump? Well, what percent were can beat Donald Trump? 63%. People to judge? Klobuchar. People to judge, 28% of those people, 21 went both for Amy Klobuchar and Bernie Sanders. Hmm. Um, Warren and Biden, 11 and 10, respectively. So, I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing the split here. Um, when people, when it's about issues, when it's about who agrees with you on the issues, and, you, and at least in this state, Bernie Sanders does well. Yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, who can beat Donald Trump, it's not as good for him and i think that's gonna gonna be a problem i think in the coming states yeah. because there are more people of color and they're more about who's gonna be donald trump yeah but if they're seeing him winning these states going forward they might be like oh, well, he looks he more like a legitimate possibility yes yeah yes do you think there's any um credence in the talk about how bernie sanders won 60 percent of new hampshire uh, in 2016, and only 25%? No. There are a lot of different... Uh, there are a lot of people running. There's, like, still 17,000 people running. Yeah. Right. So, I, but, I would say it's definitely... Yes, it's definitely uh, in, important that he didn't win by 20, like, in the way that he won against Hillary Clinton. But, again, that was a one-on-one. That yeah. was one person versus one person. Mm-hmm. This is, like, 18 people on the goddamn ballot. Yeah. So... I, I wouldn't say that it takes too much. I, I do think that, yes, it's, 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 there may be some importance in the fact that he didn't, you know, clobber everybody, but also it's not that big of a deal just because of how many people are on the Yeah, ballot. it's still a pretty divided field. Yeah. It's still pretty crowded, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on to a game. Oh. Donald Trump likes to make up nicknames for people. He has a lot of them. Enough of them to have... It's own Wikipedia page <laughs> called uh, List of Nicknames Used by Donald Trump. Um, it's a good name. It is a really good name. I'm wondering if you two can suss out whether or not this is a real nickname used by Donald Trump or a nickname I wrote. That you just made up? <laughs> okay. In a game we're calling, uh, who did this nickname? <laughs> Just made up the <laughs> just made up the name. Just, just gonna need some more alcohol. Yes, you are. So let's pour that wine okay. now. You two can decide whether or not you want to play as a team or against each other. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, she looks she looks serious. <laughs> wow, she she looks at she you the way that kick my ass. She looks at you the way that Amy looks at Pete. I know. <laughs> With disdain. I know. Okay, we're playing person. against each All other. All right, you're playing against each other. I just want to say that I had Katrina's back earlier, and now she's probably going to throw a wine bottle at me. Yeah. But it's fine. Well, at least it's not a cat. It's fine. True. That is true. I don't know a 
dog cat That's might fair. be a lot better than a white dog. I disagree. It, could, it depends on which cat, I think. I think <laughs> there's a lot of factors. Continue. Let, let's start. Let's start with uh, former Senator uh, Al Franken. Uh, did Donald Trump call him uh, Al Frankenfurter or Al Frankenstein? Katrina, I'll let you go first this one. Frankenstein. Jess? Yeah, I agree. The correct answer was Al Frankenstein. You both get that point. Some of these were... Uh, he's not going to think Frankenfurter. I feel like I, I would have remembered that. Rocky yeah, I feel like I would have remembered that. <laughs> I really thought... I would have been like, that would have been clever. <laughs> that, I was like, this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like having a fun I time. was expecting the nickname to be Weird Al, but... Oh. Al. Fuck! Fuck. That would have been good. Yeah. All right. For Mike Bloomberg, oh, does he call... Did he call Mike Bloomberg Mini Mike? Or Lil Mike Bloomberg. Jess, you'll go first on this one. I think. Hmm. I think Lil Mike Bloomberg. Did you know? I'm gonna go Mini Mike. That's his rapper name. (laughs) He actually called him Mini Mike Bloomberg. (laughs) Lil Mike. Lil Mike is dropping a hot (laughs) mixtape, and it's gonna be fire. That's right, you guys. (laughs) Um. Katrina, I'll start with you on this one. Joe Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin, did he call him Joe Matchstick or Joe Munchkin? Matchstick. I think I agree. I'm going to go with that. He called Joe Manchin Joe Munchkin. (laughs) Why? 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 How did you come up with Matchstick? That's why I'm like... That's so random. Right? I'm really good at I don't this. think Joe Manchkin, Manchin is small. Is he? I don't think he's huge. I don't know what he is. All right. How I'll tall like, is he? All right. Hey, Joe, how about you get on this podcast and I, tell us I how tall you are? Are you Googling how tall he is? I don't even know if there's going to be an answer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Jess, you're going to go first on this one. Okay. I'm he, busy right now, but okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He gave a very um, racist name for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm. Did he call her Evita or did he call her Selena? Uh, Selena. That's rough because I feel like he wouldn't know either of those references. <laughs> I, think, I think Selena was hot. Yeah. <laughs> he probably <laughs> looked at so her. How is that That's literally... Though? I mean... No, but it, I mean, it's... But he it's, just, I it's mean, super coded, yeah, you know? Yeah. It doesn't say on his Wikipedia page how tall he is. <laughs> I'm going to go with Selena as well. The correct answer is Evita. Oh, damn it! Evita. Katrina, earlier, I did tell her this game was coming. I didn't tell I, I told her what the game was. I told her not to look at the Wikipedia page. And she's like, why would I fucking do that? Um, but I did, she did say to me, we're going to get all of these. <laughs> so. Well, I thought they were going to be like, you know. Well, Marco. Uh, um, he's 6'3". Yeah. What? what? He is 6'3"? According to... <laughs> According to <Is> IMDB. <laughs> Why is he what in? What is he in? I don't Wait, know. Wait, hang on. We're going to have a sidebar. What the fuck is he in? No, I thought he was a tall guy. It's... <laughs> he was in the Loose Change documentary. <laughs> There's, I have to open the app. Oh, does keep, he have, keep going. Does keep he have going. a sag I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back to this. I just want to know. Does he have a sag card? I'm working on it. I'm working on the information. 
Uh, Katrina, you'll actually start this one. Um, this is a little bit different. Uh, Donald Trump has called one of the current candidates uh, for president the nutty professor. Did he call that to... Did he say that about Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren? Oh, I mean, Bernie Sanders looks like the nutty professor. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Elizabeth but Warren, Warren is actually was a, a professor. professor. Oh, I'm going to go with Warren. I just want to be different, so Sanders. The correct answer is... Bernie Sanders. I should, I should have gone with looks. <laughs> he doesn't care about. Facts. He doesn't know. He doesn't know he doesn't what her know op- things. <laughs> he doesn't know what her occupation was. That's why. But I was really convinced. That's why it was going to be. Selena. What's the score right so. now? Do you guys remember? I think now we're tied because we each got one wrong. Yeah. So we're tied. Okay. How many more questions are there? Oh, there are a bunch. Oh God. Score. You're at the. Game I should be keeping score. Yeah, terrain. Well, you both got Frankenfurter. It's Franken- not our responsibility. You both got Frankenfurter. Frankenstein. You- Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Frankenstein. Uh, you both got Frankenstein. Katrina got Lil Mini Mar- Mike. Mini, Mini Mike, fuck. Lil You're, Marco. Jesus. Lil Marco. Yeah. Um, neither oh, of you maybe got. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Neither of us got Joe. Neither got Joe. Neither of you got uh, Evita. Yeah. And you just got. No, yeah, she, she just got, got Bernie Sanders. So yeah. You're both at two? Sure, yep. Yep. I just knew we each got one wrong. By the way, if you're listening to the podcast, um, feel free to tweet me how I'm not good at keeping score. Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) All right. Maybe, like, let's relax Like, no, let's do it, (laughs) because you're the freaking host, and we're responsible for keeping score. Next. So I'm just saying, it's at Terrain Myricks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, try to spell that, idiots. T-E-R-R. Damn it. Also at alcoholics with two S's. Yep. So well, that's fuck that, off. That's because uh, alcoholics with one was S was taken. taken. <laughs> we don't even use that. Katrina uses it as like a, like a lurker. Okay. All right. Um. Next. I'm gonna take it over. John Lemon, please do. I just need <laughs> someone. I, I would literally pay someone to run the social media accounts. You don't have to pay me. I just do it. I will give I, I will give you admin status. I don't give a shit. I don't do it. I just need someone to run these because I, I don't post them enough. Anyway, I can help. continue. Next, Don Lemon, CNN anchor. Did he call him Sour Lemon or Lemon Meringue? <laughs> I think that is, I think it's got to be Sour Lemon. Yeah, Sour Lemon. Sour lemon is yeah. correct. Lemon he can't spell meringue. <laughs> That'd be tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, former, um, um, former, sorry, I put his name here wrong. Uh, former, uh, <laughs> former presidential candidate um, from Utah, Evan McMullen. Not Evan McMiller, the way I put it. Oh. Uh, Evan McMullen. I know this. Do you? Yeah, go ahead. Did he call him? Do you want me to start? Next one I'll do, I'll, I'll give an option for... No, never mind, I won't. Um, did he call him um, Evan McGriddle or Evan McMuffin? I mean, that's McMuffin. so easy, yeah. It's McMuffin? Yeah. It's McMuffin. I put McGriddle because I thought McGriddle was and I will And s- I will say, <laughs> in, in rare defense of Donald Trump, <laughs> that's what everyone else called him to. Like, that's what I definitely called him from the beginning. Yeah, the muffin. Of course. Yeah. Um, did name. he call Pete Buttigieg, uh, did he call him Howdy Doody or Doogie Hauser? 
Howdy Doody. Ooh, I'm gonna go Doogie Howser. Howdy Doody is uh, correct. Damn. All right. All right now, so Katrina is now winning. Yes. Terrain by one. By one. Though I don't know the total score. Clearly. All right. Now we have a couple that are. Um, all right. He does kind of look like Howdy Doody. Nancy. <laughs> he also called him Alfred E. Newman, but I didn't want to put that one on there. What? The do you know the for Mad Magazine the the child on okay. Mad Magazine like the fake child. Uh, he thought people would get that reference and be like, "That's fucking great." I mean, <laughs> um, oh, that's weird. Nancy Pelosi. Oh God. I'm gonna give you four choices. Oh. You tell me the one he didn't call Nancy Pelosi. Oh, okay. Ready? MS13 lover Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Crazy Nancy. Lame Nancy or Nervous Nancy? What did he not call her? What were those middle two? Say, say them again. MS-13 lover Nancy Pelosi. Don't like that I keep repeating that. Um, crazy Nancy. Lame Nancy. Nervous Nancy. I think it might be Crazy Nancy. He didn't call her Crazy Nancy. That's what Nancy. I'm thinking. Crazy Nancy. He called her Crazy Nancy, Fuck. MS-13 lover Nancy Pelosi, and Nervous Nancy. Oh, lame Nancy no, lame was the Nancy. one I made up. Okay. All right. Next, which of these four names did he not call Adam Schiff? Wait, what? Which of these you, four names? I'm going to give you four names. The exact same thing we just the did. Same thing we just did. I'm going to give you four oh, names. Oh, okay. You told me okay. the one okay, he okay, didn't. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Run a restaurant and it's Valentine's know. weekend, so my brain Ready? is yes. outside somewhere. Shifty Schiff. Shitty Schiff. Crooked Schiff. Pencil neck. <laughs> oh. I feel what like was the I first would... one? Shifty? Was that one Shifty? Shifty Schiff. I'm going to go with Shifty Schiff. He didn't call him Shifty Schiff. I feel like I would have remembered if he called him Shitty Schiff. So are you going with Shitty Schiff? Yeah, I think so. The correct answer is Shitty Schiff. I feel like I really would have stuck out. He's called him Shifty Schiff, Crooked Schiff, and Pencil Neck. (laughs) That one, that cracks me up. (laughs) Um, So now we're tied again? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, Terrain. You both are tied. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got a couple more. Actually, I should probably cut this at some point because I, I, I had a lot of fun. It's going to be midnight. And you're going to be like, we have to get through the list. I know. <laughs> um, Tom Brokaw. Oh. What? <laughs> did he call him? Throwback jam. Go ahead. Did he call him Tom Fake News Brokaw or Tom Marbles in His Mouth Brokaw? Is it my turn to go first? Yep. yep. That's what I thought. That's all I was thinking there. Hmm. I'm going to go with fake news, Broca. Fake news, Broca? Mm, though I really feel like you would have said it. I'm going to go with marbles in his mouth. What, you think I said marbles in his mouth, so you're picking marbles in his mouth? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Weird logic, but that's right. The answer is 
Tom marbles in his mouth Broca. Okay. All right. Um, of these three names, which did he not call? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Which did he call? This one's different. Uh, of these three names. I like that we keep changing the yeah. things. Yeah. I only know based on the fact that I bolded something, so I didn't, okay. I didn't write down this, like, how I did it. I just bolded it, and I'm supposed to remember. Oh, anyway. Sounds good. Yeah, it's a great one. How, uh, how did he refer to Steve Bannon? I'm going to give you three names. One of them's right. The other two are wrong. Did he call him? Who goes first? Me. Did he call him Sloppy Steve Bannon, Sleazy Steve Bannon, or Drunk Steve Bannon? And we're picking the one that he... Did call him. Did call him. I made up two of these. All of them are accurate, but which right. one is correct? <laughs> I think, okay. <laughs> drunk. He called him Drunk Steve Bannon. I think Sloppy. He called him Sloppy Steve Bannon. The correct answer is Sloppy Steve yeah, Bannon. I remembered that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Four more? Three more? Jesus. <laughs> All right. I had a lot of fun with this. <laughs> Guys, I had a Fuckload of fun with us. Are we tied back up? Yep. Okay. Yes, we're tied. Shut up. Jess. <laughs> yeah, Shut up. Jess. Terrain, you have no idea. I don't, yeah. Jess. We're still thinking. Someone's going to listen to this and go, no, we kept the score. You were off the whole time. <laughs> um, Mika Brzezinski, co-host of Morning God. Joe. Did he call Mika Brzezinski? He, now, this one, he called her something. I made up the other two. Okay. Did he call her? Maniac Mika, Moron Mika, or Low IQ Crazy Mika? Say them again. Maniac Mika, Moron Mika, or Low IQ Crazy Mika? I'm gonna. I have no idea, <laughs> so I'm just totally spitballing. I'm gonna go with moron. I'm gonna go with maniac. The correct answer is low IQ crazy ah. Mika. He didn't pull that alliteration, y'all. That was me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Props to you. Thank you. All right. So this is regarding um, cable news shows. Okay. Did he? Which of these did he not make up? Uh, in regards of face the nation, deface the nation. About, and the other three are about meet the press. Um, meet the fake press, meet the depressed, or meet the corrupt press. Which one did he not make up? Well, I feel like you wouldn't just throw face the nation in there. So he probably didn't make that one up. Um, what was the second one? Go through them all again. Okay. Deface the nation. Meet the depressed. Meet the corrupt press. Meet the fake press. Corrupt. I think depressed. The correct answer was meet the fake press. Mm. 
Yeah. That's the one I made up. He called it Meet the Depressed. I know. That's <laughs> great. Which I'm great. Two more! Um, actually, this one real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, has this, this is a true or false. He is called Matt, uh, Maxine Waters, a yeah. congressperson. Mudslinging Maxine Waters. True or false? Ooh. False. I think false. That is false. I made that up. Because she doesn't. She's a great lady. I, um, well, that's not going to stop him. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But, like, okay. I'm sorry, Maxine, for saying that. You should. Yes. When, and we, when we isolate the audio and send it to her, you're going to feel real bad. Mudslinging Maxine Barnes. <clears throat> and finally, and this one is a gimme for both of you, I just, ugh. I, I felt gross writing it, so I thought I'd have to say oh, it. Oh, I know, I know where this is going. I don't think you do. Oh, okay. I do not know where this is going. Did he call Megan Kelly? Oh, I don't know where this is. Oh. Did he call her Crazy Megan Kelly or Menstrual Megan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Menstrual Megan. <laughs> Did he call her that, though? <laughs> Probably not. Because, like, it was, like, the blood coming out of her whatever, but he didn't call her... I don't remember him calling her menstrual. Has it spelled her name? <laughs> M-E-N-S-T-R-U-A-L. All right, it's Crazy Megan. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying because it's spelled correctly, I wrote it? Yeah. Okay. I think it's Crazy Megan. It's definitely Crazy Megan. He never called her <laughs> menstrual Megan. I don't think he knows what that word means. No, but I had to throw it in there because I'm like, this is crazy. Um, I left a lot of things out. Um, I thought I thought the last one was gonna be Pocahontas. No, I left Pocahontas not because it was too obvious. Yeah, you left the obvious. Well, that's what when you said it was a gimme. That's why I thought that's what that was gonna be. Um, we will be right back after these commercial breaks, and we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so let's end tonight with a talk about um what is currently going on in the Justice Department. Um, the, the Justice Department essentially just recently, um, said regarding the Roger Stone, um, uh, sentencing, they recommended a lower sentence than what was previously recommended, uh, four prosecutors, um, quit. Yeah. They resigned because of what was going on, and Attorney General William Barr is kind of sort of taking over and doing whatever he wants to do in regards to um, the sentencing. My question um, is a question, I guess, for Senator Susan Collins, but she's not here, so I'll ask you both. <laughs> uh, did Trump Ooh. learn his lesson? Wouldn't that be a coup? Like, if all of a sudden we're <laughs> like, and let's bring Susan in on Mike. <laughs> and next up is Susan Collins. <laughs> uh, did Donald Trump learn his lesson, or did he learn a completely different lesson well, that maybe... He said what it, the lesson he learned. What did he learn? He was asked, what lesson did you learn from the impeachment process? And what he said was, I've learned that Democrats are vindictive. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. He learned that he, and let's be clear, he learned that he could do whatever he wants. And I was going to say, the thing that he didn't say is, and that I can literally get away with anything in the Republican Senate. I can do whatever I'd like to do. This Republican Senate has zero control over me. I am able to just, in... Involved myself in whatever 
Justice Department um, situations. I'd like yeah. to. So, so to be clear, the Justice Department, Oliver, or Roger Stone. I keep thinking Oliver Stone <laughs> in my head. Oliver Stone is a director. He directed He's also Born bad. on the 4th of July. He's, He's not also great. Bad. Not a great guy. Uh, so Roger Stone was convicted of witness tampering. Yeah, intimidation, um, right? Intimidation, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the standard recommendation is seven to nine years. So... The prosecutors in the case put forward to the judge this sentencing recommendation of seven to nine years. And then Donald Trump went on Twitter and said that was unfair. Poor Poor Roger. Buddy Roger's getting a hard deal. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And then the next day, they they withdrew their sentencing recommendation and uh, the four lead prosecutors quit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think it's it's just... Guys, I think we're reading too much into this. Yeah. It's just a super weird coincidence that that happened the next what day. What a coincidence. I don't think those two things have anything to do no. with each other. Unrelated. Probably not. Yeah. Um, William Barr actually did an interview. <laughs> yes. And said that Donald Trump's tweets make his job hard. <laughs> Impossible, actually. How, do you yeah. remember how Donald Trump responded to bad that? bad for him. No, how did he respond? Donald Trump was like, I have the right to do this. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump <laughs> says he has the right to interfere oh, in anything he yep. wants. Because he probably thinks that he does. He does. Well, wait, in, in what Hang way on. does he not? Yeah. And, and wait, he wait, also, wait, wait. right now, does. Yeah. I was going to say, Jess, he thinks that he does well, because he does. And I also think that he's thought that he could do this from the beginning. Which he And could. then he keeps getting away with it. I'm, right. I'm very interested. Because it's correct. Because yeah. he can do whatever he wants. I'm yeah. very interested in the current state of the relationship between William Barr and Donald Trump because prior to this event, um, William Barr has absolutely just looked like a dog who comes whenever Donald Trump calls. Sure. Right. Uh, we'll do whatever he says. But then he came out into this interview and he also agreed to testify in front of Congress. About, oh, he did? Yes. He, oh, right. he I said he's going to testify next month. But he's still doing the But he's still doing whatever right. Donald Trump says. So That's I'm like, interesting. I don't understand what's going on. Well, I, I think I do. Well, so now he thinks it's okay to testify because the impeachment process well, is over. I, I would also like to say, I think I understand what he's doing. He's, Please he's explain. providing himself cover in the sense okay. that he is criticizing Donald Trump on air while continuing to do all of Donald yeah. Trump's bidding. So he looks like... A, a, a non-partisan person in a position that is supposed to not be the personal lawyer of the president, he is in that position saying, oh yeah, no, the president keeps bugging me too. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> and then continues to do exactly what the president wants. Yeah, like I, you I, slipped into the cast of Goodfellas there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dick. Look at this guy. Look at their... Uh, yeah, this I guy. But, <laughs> but I, I, I do think that... I, I think that this is... A calculated move on the part of William Barr. I just Barr don't understand to, why. Because he's so clearly been also, a bootlicker up Yeah, because I also like, feel like he could have just... He doesn't want to look like a bootlicker. But he has. I don't think it's bothered him up to no, now. it hasn't yeah, seemed I, like I it. Do, I do agree that, like, I and I see what you're saying, Terrain, where, like, yeah, he can play it both ways, yeah. but, but why bother? Because he's yeah. been getting away with what he's been doing for... How long has he been the... The AG, AG now a, a while, a long, too at least long. a year. So and he's been getting away with it just fine with literally yeah. no ramifications. Right. So yeah, yeah I don't know. I, what, I don't know what the motivation is. I feel like Trump's gonna probably fire him soon just because he's nope. speaking out. No, nope. he won't. I mean, I mean we'll ha- see if he actually. Who has he not fired? Who has spoken out against him? I'm again. I'm just pointing out that he is. He's getting exactly what he wants from from William Barr. Yeah. There's no reason to fire him. 
He has no reason to. Talking not... shit. And doing what I want. Right, but Donald Trump cares a lot about people who talk shit about him. <laughs> a lot. That's true. So, I, I don't know. I'm just curious to see how this plays out. Um, also, a, I think the U.S. attorney who was in charge of the Roger Stone Jessica case. Jessica Liu? Yeah, she was supposed to get a promotion yes. within the Department of Treasury, I believe. Yes. Um, and he withdrew her pr- promotion, I think, because of the sentencing yep. uh, recommendation, and then she quit, too. So it's just, like, it's kind of a revolt um, for the prosecutors in the federal government at this point, mm-hmm. at least those involved with this case. And there's a lot of talk coming out from other prosecutors, you know, quiet, hush, not, they're not saying their names or anything, that they're all scared, they're all not comfortable with what's happening, their jobs are becoming partisan, they're worried they're being used as political tools, essentially. If you choose to work in this administration, you are, in essence, sorry, a political tool. Well, that's, these are I agree, lifelong, but these are career. I agree. Service. I agree. But I think the thing to understand for them is if you are in this position yeah. in a, in a, uh, in a, an agency that is presided over by the federal government, i.e. Donald Trump, Donald your life Justice has Department. now become a political, yeah. a pol- you are a political cudgel now. And it's not like any of these, you know, Justice Department prosecutors will have trouble finding work. No. You know, so. it is. I no. mean, it's, but it's sad. It is sad that so many. Marie Ivanovich had to learn this fucking lesson so the many, way. like, genuinely, people who are genuinely interest in, interested in public service. Yes. Yeah. Whose careers have been derailed and who knows how long. You know, and this is even assuming that Donald Trump does not get a second term. Who knows how long it takes to repair that, you know, on the federal level. Mm -hmm. Because I think it takes a long time. We're already seeing some of the ramifications of that. Now, last podcast, Terrain and I talked a bit about, um, with regards to, like, the Vinman brothers firing and and everything else, um, whether... Um, impeachment gave Donald Trump the license to do whatever he want and whether it was the right thing in retrospect. Do you have any feelings about that? I have a lot of feelings about it. They're all complicated and conflicting. Because, like, I feel like... I mean, I don't think it... It still would have been wrong either way for him to fire Vinman and his brother. Yeah. Like, like that either, whether impeachment had happened, you know, if, if Vinman had spoken out on it at a different time and not as part of the impeachment inquiry and, and this had been the result, I think that would have been wrong no matter what. I think impeachment, I do think it's important no matter what the cause or what the outcome is I think it's important for all of Congress to have oversight. And I think that this is the biggest case against the Republican senators who just towed that party line and not even, not even voting. Not, I don't even mean like voting to acquit, 
voting to not allow witnesses. the other witnesses and the or other evidence, evidence to yeah. be entered into the record. Yeah. Like, I... That is just such a gross abandonment of what their responsibilities are. Mm-hmm. And I do think, you know, from a political standpoint, I do think that that makes it a lot easier for Democrats and pol- other political organizations around the country to really target those yeah. senators. Cory Gardner, Joni Ernst, yeah. Susan, Collins, Susan Collins. They need to be shaking their fucking boots yeah. because there is no reason on earth, on earth, yeah. that there was no uh, there was no witness testimony, new witness testimony in the Senate. Oh, it's unless, insane. Unless you all went, oh, yeah, no, they definitely proved their case. We're good. It's insane when... Which they fucking did. When the party line is, well, this is all the same evidence. And it's all the same testimony. And we're also voting to not allow more testimony and So you're and not allowing the additional information and the additional witnesses. Then what are you even talking about? That's you the know? stuff that made me, like, chuckle. When yeah. when Lamar Alexander's like fucking Pat to me when yes fucker when they're just like oh man I just I'm just saying I'm hearing the same thing I've heard before well will you allow other witnesses no I don't think we need them no what are you fucking talking yeah. about other than you are a partisan hack yeah and you're just fine with the president flouting the law whenever he'd like yeah to. no he's good to do whatever he wants so do you think when it comes down to the general election um, when these seats are up. When the presidential spot is open, yeah. open, um, are we, are we as Democrats going to be able to sell that message, the correct actual thing that happened, that the senators gave him a blank check, gave him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted, or do you think the Republicans are gonna have the better messaging saying what this message? impeachment was a you know that like, the Democrats yeah. were. But, being vindictive yeah so what i think what i've seen is that this has motivated a lot of a lot of democrats and a lot of people who had not who had not really been super vocal before on just the injustice of again not voting to allow additional witnesses and evidence that brought a lot of people out of the woodwork that had not really been vocal before. Um, we're seeing, like, I've had multiple requests to do, like, because Pennsylvania doesn't have a senator up this year, to do, like, right, one of the... Right, because we decided to uh, say, go fuck yourself, Katie McGinty, and give Pat Toomey a six-year term. Well, right, but that term wouldn't have been up this year anyway. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but saying no, last since, time. Oh, we, yeah, no, for sure. But <laughs> what I'm seeing is a lot of people saying, hey, as something that we're doing, can we do one of these, like, adopt a Senate race programs where you do outreach to voters in Maine, in mm-hmm. Kentucky, in Colorado, like one of those things. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have that coming at me before as an organizer, and now we're really looking at it and going, this is something that people feel really strongly about because of that. So I think there's a lot more interest in those races that would maybe that level wouldn't have been there before. Yeah. I also, I mean, <clears throat> going back to Toomey for a second, like I do think that what Pat do- Toomey did when he caved and voted party line yep. was announced his reelection campaign. 
because there's been a lot of talk about him not running and just becoming a lobbyist because he can make a ton more money and for a lot less grief and aggravation, honestly. What? But what? And, And that, like, to me, like, that has, like, really pumped people up about, like, really hitting him hard. In ways that we were just kind of like, fuck Pat Toomey. You know what I mean? So I I do think that it has motivated people. Will it be enough? I, I don't know. I hope so. But I don't I don't know. Yeah, the, it's just disheartening that sometimes the narrative I see uh, regarding the actions he's already... Like, two weeks out, he's already doing a bunch of insane illegal oh, things. Oh, absolutely. Um, and the narrative you see isn't that, oh, the Republican Senate gave this to him. It's... The Democrats, by filing for impeachment, they gave him the opportunity to do all... Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> what? No. Him it's doing insane. terrible things, getting caught doing terrible things, and getting called out for it by the Congress of the United States did not make him do additional terrible things. Right. He was going to keep doing them. Yeah. No it matter just, what. And, and it, this it just emboldened him that, that yeah. the Republican Party allows him to do it. Well, I love the bullshit stories, too, that have come out where it's like, privately, most Republicans think that he should have been impeached. And it's like, fuck we don't you! Care again, I don't care what you think again, privately. If you were in a, if the, per, the person who's in the, in the White House that writes those anonymous books that are, like, anonymous... Uh, the president's really scary, and I'm just trying to curb his blah, 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 blah. I just want you to know, a uh, big fuck you from me. Because yeah. you're doing nothing. Yeah. You are enabling this president. Yeah, and that's what I thought, like, the reports coming out of the Senate, where it's like, well, a lot of Republican senators privately think that mm-hmm. that he should have been impeached, or that we should have voted to allow further testimony. And it's like, yeah, no, your private thoughts don't fucking matter Ted if Cruz you're not willing to stand up. Ted Cruz doesn't actually like him, but he keeps taking his lunch money, so he has to yeah, vote seriously. for Seriously. Like, come on, grow a fucking spine. Mitt Romney deserves a ton of fucking credit, because all the rest of them are cowards. Mitt Romney yeah. got a got a, got a round of applause at a Democratic debate. So that is true. Fucking, However. Fucking Mitt. Whoa. However, here's what I will say. <laughs> She's not gonna let Mitt take this. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 do think, yeah, it was good, but I also think that they're all worried about their reelections. And do you know who doesn't ever have to worry about getting reelected? A Mormon in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, so I think it's it's zero consequences if he does if he goes the other way. And, and I'm just like, is, let's not put let's not but, put Mitt too high but up doesn't on that, that pedestal. Put, but doesn't that put the other senators who chose to toe the party line? Doesn't at least his vote make them look more like, like petulant? Like oh yeah, like like, like, like oh absolutely children. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but they have re-elections to worry about. Doug Jones fucking does as well, and he voted. Oh yeah, no, and I'm not. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but they all have re-elections to worry about, and they're scared of Donald Trump. They're scared of Donald Trump and his freaking Twitter, Twitter megaphone and his face, and that's the reality. Mitt Romney doesn't have to worry about that. Mm. And even if he does, it's not for four more years. And then America has a short attention span. Yeah. And who knows if it's, we're even going to have elections at that point. So <laughs> we may not have to worry about it at all. Oh, man. On that, I guess we're going to call it. <laughs> on that on happy the, note. <laughs> on the happy note of the potential of elections <laughs> not happening anymore, um, we're going to call it. Uh, thank you. 
to Jess for for coming and Anytime. being a part of this very fun episode and playing the longer than you'd like to play game. <laughs> it just it it was a little long. Wow. Okay. Like. I thought you'd be like, no, Bye. it was great. The length was perfect, and I loved it. Um, but, like, whatever. Katrina, what did you think of the length of the game? It's all right. Jeez. Okay, motherfuckers. Anyway. I think it, it ended up being longer than our segment about the Justice Department. <laughs> I think it did. <laughs> well, I mean, how much do you want to talk about the Justice Department? He has corrupted the Justice Department. Uh-huh. It is a corrupt organization that is just for Trump. What else do you guys want? <laughs> like, I mean, that's you're not wrong. That's what it is. Yeah. And the only way that we can stop that can we is just... to vote in November. So, hang on, real quick. Hey, everybody who's listening to this, oh. real quick. You just did a Mickey Mouse voice. If you guys don't get registered to vote, motherfuckers, I will fucking find you. I'm not kidding. I have, like, Liam Neeson-like powers. I will wow. come to... I, I have a particular set of skills. I will come to your home and scream at you. I will be drunk. It will be embarrassing for you. And I will scream in your driveway for days. Wow. Get registered and fucking get organized. Let's vote this motherfucker out. Now. Boom. Yes. Did you have something? I I, I think you covered it. All right. But also, <laughs> um, we'll know if you don't vote. Oh, we'll know. We'll know. If you think I won't know, there's, I'll fucking know. Oh, we'll know. There's like know. an app you can check. I'll check. If we got I'll, your phone I can tell, we'll check. I can tell you right now if all these motherfuckers voted yeah. last time. So And, and I, will, I will abuse whatever powers I have to find out. I'll abuse them. And then I'll be at your home. He's going to justice department level yes. abuse his powers. Yes. Yeah. It is uncanny the, the lengths I will go to shame you if you don't get registered. No, it's not that hard. But also, hey, 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 you know what else you need to do? Yeah. You need to get other people to vote. Yeah. And we need to be working on that. Yes. You need to yeah. knock on some doors and make some phone calls and it, peer pressure the shit out of yes. everyone. Or just tell your fucking friends and get your friends to vote. Go together. Go as I a want, team. I want you to treat this like the Mary Kay products you keep trying to fucking sell me. <laughs> I want you to... What? Who's trying to sell you Mary Kay products? Everybody on Facebook. Really? Everybody on Facebook's like... What year is it? I know, right? I know. Okay. Literally, I think last year... I believe year, you. Okay. I think last year they were trying to sell me toothpaste. Okay. So, like, at least... The, leggings. You know, yeah. You get some leggings? Yeah. But, yeah. I want this to be, like, a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, I like, like that. Like, but for voting. And no I, one gets I, money. And we get a better president instead. I know. It's not... It's Let's clunky. workshop that. It's clunky. Let's it's a clunky that. message. But like legit, get people to vote. Fucking right. Tell people how important this is. Tell your family, tell your friends how important this fucking election is. We are we cannot allow this motherfucker to continue to skirt the law, to continue to ignore subpoenas. Convince others to ignore subpoenas and continue to corrupt our democracy. It needs to stop now or when the fuck does it stop? Let's go win this. Let's go vote. 
I'm going to leave this tonight on a message from our friend Marianne Williamson. Jesus. <laughs> I thought we were talking. We were doing really well and then what? not. I okay. think she's great. Okay. And she says. and Didn't we decide we weren't doing this after she dropped out? I don't think we did. Okay. Yeah, we I'm said, sure. I feel said like multiple times that it was the last time. Okay. <laughs> So here's the last time we'll ever read a Marianne Williamson tweet on this Until podcast. the next time. She says, and I think this is plagiarism, but I don't it's know. It's fine. Donald Trump is president. It's when fine. they go low, go to a higher frequency where they cannot touch you. MarianneForAmerica.com <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>